Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. We were talking about it during the break. We have a three-time pro bowler who now could be had by anybody. He was just cut loose from his previous team, but Meh. he's been injured two out of the last three years. Taylor Lewan cut loose by the Tennessee Titans. Do anything for you? Nah, I still rather try and re-sign Fant, even though the, the, the bloom has kind of fell off of Fant. Uh, I think he needed a lot of consistency. Who knows? I think Fant's gone. Yeah, of course. He's gone. And who knows what. Dwayne Brown might be an option to bring back if he gets the shoulder surgery because he's still under contract. Yeah, I just don't know if you want to eat that much of the cap. He's such a gamer, guys. though, man. Yeah. He's such a gamer. I mean, but he'll be a swing guy. I mean, what, is he going to go to right tackle? Or you keep him at left tackle and then have – you can't you – How can't, much do you trust Mackay? Well, I can't – what I know is I can't rely on him to stay healthy. I mean, like I said, I would go out and, you know, I think that the, the Jets with Elijah Moore and, and Garrett Wilson, they can maybe try and take a flyer on a second uh, head guy like maybe an Alan Lazard. You know what I mean? It'd be that great blocking guy, but still be a guy who can stretch the field, but that's not going to break the bank. Get a guy like Lazard, and then I would spend my equity on a guy like uh, Orlando Brown Jr. If he doesn't Zeus. get tight. Yeah, baby Zeus. His dad was Zeus. Yeah. Baby Zeus. His dad was the one who got the penalty flag to the eye, remember? Yeah, he's my teammate. Blinded him. Jeez. Yeah. Are they going to franchise him, you think, KC? They've already franchised him once. He played on the franchise. Oh, that's tag right. So you can't could... do it again? Yeah, they can. But it's gonna be. But they're not gonna it's do go, it. But yeah. it's gonna be extra. They're gonna Too try. Much. They're gonna try and sell him. Oh, we want a Super Bowl. We building a dynasty here. He's gonna say, "Well, I got my ring. Now I need to get my money." So you know, you didn't you didn't come to Chris Jones and say that. And he's one of these guys. He's a good uh, left tackle. He's not a great left tackle, but he's a four time Pro Bowler. And he's only been in the league five years. And Joe Douglas was there with his father as well. I mean, you bring him in, you know the pedigree, you know what he's made out of, and you know he's a guy that's made the Pro Bowl at right tackle. He's made the Pro Bowl at left tackle. So if you're giving him left tackle money, I'm sure he won't complain because he's played left tackle. So the whole thing, the the story behind Orlando Brown um, Jr. and why he asked for a trade when they paid Ronnie Staley at left tackle is that ever since he was a kid, his dad was a great right tackle. He was a physical, like, he was, outside of Jonathan Ogden and maybe Chris Jenkins, he was the biggest freak I ever seen. Yeah. He was a 380-pound, 6'6 guy with two abs. Like, Zeus was just a massive dude. And you don't get the name Zeus. If by mistake. Not, yeah. yeah, by mistake. And he was a right tackle. So he had two boys. I, I think it was two of them. I, I've seen them. They've been around a facility with me ever since they were like four years. I've known uh, baby Zeus or Orlando for since he was four years old. And – his father was a right tackle. He always dreamed for his kids to be left tackles. So, you know, his father died like he was still in college. It's not like he's been dead a long time. No, it's young. Yeah, he was young. Yeah, well, not yeah, not that young. He, I mean, he was probably like, uh, you know, he was in his sophomore year at Oklahoma. No, I'm talking about Zeus, though. Zeus yeah, yeah, was yeah. a young guy yeah, when yeah, he yeah, passed yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think he's fulfilled that. He's won a Super Bowl as a left tackle, went to the Pro Bowl as a left tackle. I think he's past that. You know, that was something he had to get right with himself to kind of honor his father. Right. So that's why he asked for the one place. You know, he should have been a first-round tackle, but he went, like, in the second or fourth round because he only lifted 225, like, 17 times. I remember that when he was coming out, yeah. But he ran the same identical thing as his dad. You know, it's funny, though, because Kansas City, I don't think they get enough credit for how good of a job they did kind of retooling that offensive yeah, line. Yeah, they, trade, they, they, trade, they gave the first-round draft pick for him. Think about it. It's crazy. The Ravens, they, they, this is what pisses me off, right, as, as a Baltimore, former Baltimore guy. Mm-hmm. The Ravens got a first-round draft pick for Orlando Brown Jr. Mm-hmm. They got a first-round pick for Hollywood Brown, and they spent them on defensive players. So you, you're going to take my two offensive guys. I got a, a transcendent generational talent. Kyle Hamilton didn't exactly set the world on fire last year. He was solid, but their big their big acquisition was Kyle Williams, Marcus Williams, right from um, the New Saints. Orleans, yeah. And they're going to lose Marcus Peters as well. Marcus Peters, thirty years old, he's a, a, a Delta O'Neill. This is the thing. If I'm the Jets, though, I'm cherry picking from people because a lot of teams that went all in and now they got it now they got to dismantle their team. So I mean, I go down and I look at um, I look at Tampa, right? They got to dismantle that team. Teams that are in cap hell, and, and these and I, I, I look, I they look know at, that. I look, I look at the Rams. Yeah, well, 
You got Jalen Ramsey. You don't want him because you got you, you you're solid at that position. But I'm looking to cherry pick people who haven't been responsible, and those guys that are getting cut, they've already hit the lotto because they made their money in the first three years. Right. So you don't have to pay them that massive contract like you would have had to pay them if you were getting them in their prime. So I mean, it's going to be a lot of nice complimentary pieces rentals that you can get. I keep saying they need a guy like Dalvin Thompson. They have to give a fat guy that can eat up a double team opposite of Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams can't be the big guy. Like he He's has, not a run stuffer. He's he's a run stuffer, but he's not a But he's a three technique yes, guy. That's what I'm saying. He's five, a three, three technique. five technique, right? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. They so they need they need that protection for him. You know, so that team, so that center can't block back and they try and block a nose guard with the guard. And double him. You need somebody like, man, they need a Snacks or they need a Chris Jenkins or they need a – I mean, the 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 money spot would be Hargrove. Because you imagine having two guys from the inside that can give you 13 sacks. Just think both of those guys – Hargrove's going to get paid a lot of money. They had 24, they had 24 sacks among themselves if, they, if you pair them. You talk about run stuffers and guys that can come off – and, and 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 create habit from the inside. Hargrove's going to get twenty million a year from somebody. He may get more than Quinn. He might. Not now. He's going to get more than Quinn because Quinn is a little younger, I think. Well, Hargrove too. I mean, the thing that he could say: shoot, I got a Super Bowl. I produced all this other stuff. He's going to get paid. You talk about having a position of power right now, guys. Anybody coming off Philadelphia? I mean, C.J. Gardner Johnson, same exact thing. Guys on that defense, they are all going to try. The thing to is, cash they can't. They can't keep all those. They guys, can't. So they can't keep Bradbury. So they got to try to use those first round draft picks to get. Yo, starters. They need starters. And that's what the hardest part about it. You know, like we talk about these teams that stay good for years and years, and it's hard to keep everybody. Yeah. And that's why you just got to keep re- reloading through the draft. I mean, it's it's cliche, but it's true. That's where you build the foundation of your team. Um, we'll get to the calls here in a second. Giants. We were talking about it during the break, you and I. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. It you, appears that way, doesn't it? Talking about the quarterback. You think? You think? You know what? What? What's happening? His agent saying, let me do my job. Well, then why did you switch? Right? That's why you switched. <laughs> because remember, athletes first. Yes, they have Aaron Rodgers. But remember what, and that's who Daniel Jones is switching to. You remember athletes first, what they got Dak Prescott? Four for 160, but a buck 28 guaranteed. It's for crazy. Dak. Yeah. Well, he ain't Dak. He hasn't proven that no. he's as good as Dak. He's not even that, but I'm just saying. Dak's not these other guys either, and he's still got 128 guaranteed. Here's something to remember, too. He had a great year last year. Dayball have a lot to do with it? Absolutely. Oh, great year last year? Well, he played every game. He won him a playoff game. He had a, Compared to what he did previously in his career, okay. it was a great year. Okay. But he still, like we talked about, he only threw 15 touchdown passes last year. In this day and age in the NFL, that's almost paltry. No other way around it. That's Davis Mills threw more touchdown passes than Daniel Jones last year. Jimmy Garoppolo only played 10 games, Bart, and he threw more touchdown passes than Daniel Jones so last who, year. So what, what starter is, like, where does Daniel Jones rank as far as starters, as far as touchdown passes? Right? You know, when you think about it. So, you know, those are all the things that's coming up when you're negotiating. It's and, like arbitration, and, and, yep. and, and counterpoint is going to be like, well, who the hell was I throwing to? Right. You traded Kadarius Tony. Kenny Galladay's been a bust. I was throwing to Slayton. Shepard got hurt. You want to know? Yeah, that's why I asked you. 21. Well, let me guess. Lamar Jackson, who'd only played 14 games and stuff like that. So, really, he probably, because he played all, all games. You know who threw the same amount worse. of touchdown passes as Daniel Jones and he played in three less games? Mm, give me a second. Played in three less games. Journeyman. Lost his oh, job. Andy, Andy Dalton? No. James Winston? Atlanta. Ah. Marcus Mariota. Mar- Ooh, you not want to be put in that category. Marcus, Marcus Mariota. Daniel Jones threw one more touchdown pass than Matt Ryan did last year. How many times did Matt Ryan get benched? Yeah, so that's – but he's going to say, who was I throwing to? So that's the that's the, Andy the Dalton. Andy Dalton threw 18 touchdowns last year in 14 games. Andy Dalton. And, and, and the Davis and he Mills didn't have He didn't have Michael Thomas no. either. Davis Mills. Davis Mills threw 17 touchdowns last year of Houston with his mecha neck, with his <laughs> giant neck. 
15 touchdowns. Let's say hi to Dave in Hempstead. He's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Dave, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? What's up, David? All right, what's going on, man? Yeah, a long time listening to you guys, man. I'm uh, kind of uh, surprised to get on, but I uh, appreciate it. Cool. What's on your mind? Well, I was calling about the Giants, man. I was In regards to uh, Jones and Saquon, my feelings on it is that being that this is the first year Jones has really produced any solid numbers, right? I believe he ought to be franchise tagged anyway. Bart just said it in regards to his his uh, representatives are doing what doing their job, asking for the max. So based on his his the pass with him, he's gonna he's, he should take the franchise tag because I don't think there's there's like a, a slew of teams looking for him. So I believe he should be franchise tag, and I think Saquon, as much as I like him as a young guy, you know he seems real cool. I find a lot of issues with his style of play. He only, uh, you know, during the part early part of the season, they said he was hurt, so he was he wasn't hitting the holes hard, um, and he only really has one move in the in the you know in the open field, you know, left shoulder swag, you know, left right left, boom, foot in the ground, and off to the right. I think there's a lot of other backs out there in the league that can give you that same type of production he can give you and give you um, you know that home run hit. Once they once they're able to break through the line of scrimmage, you know what I'm saying. So, Saquon Barkley, you know, give offer him what you want to offer him. But if he doesn't take it, look for look for another running back, yeah. Daniel Jones franchise tag. I'm sta- I'm standing at 12 million. That's Aaron Jones is making 12 million dollars. I'm not giving him McCaffrey money. I'm not giving him Ezekiel Elliott money. Uh, and I don't want to franchise the quarterback. Not, I know Dave yeah. said I'm not franchising the quarterback because look, 32 well, you, well, mil. Well, well, you want to do that? It's do you want to do it non-exclusive for the exclusive tag where they got to give you two first round draft? You want to be able to franchise tag him because you want to, like, because just imagine it, if somebody signs him, you get him. You get and then picks. You, yeah, you get the picks, and you just you take the picks, right? There's going to be first round draft picks, so now you end up with three first round draft picks or two first round. Well, draft you better picks. like one of the quarterbacks coming and, out of college then. No, no, no. Well, you, still, you, you still go get Jimmy G. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Like you still get, imagine if you flip Daniel Jones to have two first round draft picks and then basically get somebody that's willing to take the contract that he's not willing. Well, to do take. you think because we haven't talked about this? Do you think Dayball looks at some of these other quarterbacks in the same way that maybe he looks at Daniel Jones and saying, "Yeah, Daniel Jones has a different element though." No, but he, he can says run. he says, "I got the best football out of Daniel Jones. I could get the best football out of whoever. Name name your guy, Mr. Risky." <laughs> I don't know about that. He hey, did, Matt he Nagy actually got to the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky. Remember we talked about that? We were joking No, but, but he had Mitch Trubisky in Buffalo. Oh, that's true. That's how Mitch Trubisky oh, got gosh. another opportunity because his connection with Tafa. <laughs> can you imagine the Giant fan? Can you imagine the Giant they fan? Both run, the they're both running. They're both running, Sam. Well, you know what? They, he needs to keep running. But can you imagine if they had the season they had and then they roll it out next year with Mitch Trubisky as the quarterback? Well, that ain't going to happen, though. Don't worry about that. No, but here's the thing. Like I, I'm going to operate as if Jones is coming back. Thirty-two million on the franchise tag. You only have what forty something right now well, in hard, cap space. A, yeah, that's a hard. That's a hard. That's number. thirty-two that's coming off boom, which means you're going to have to get creative and make some other tweaks to your roster, and then that could also hamstring you yeah. to what you want to do. And remember, Joe Shane, he had get, to sit get out. He had to sit out last offseason because Gettleman left him with no cap space. Joe Shane sat that out. He was looking forward to this offseason to finally be able to shape this roster. He wants the salary cap space, man. Yeah, I don't think he thought when he inherited this team that Daniel Jones would be here. That's why they didn't give him the guaranteed contract. They didn't pick up the option because I thought he thought, okay, well, maybe I'll be moving on from him and Saquon Barkley. If Saquon Barkley wants to be in the $13 million, $14 million a year, then I'm just going to call up Nick Chubb and say, hey, I got, I got seven for you. And I don't think you missed that much. Or I call Miles Sanders, who's younger, and say, hey, I got I – got, I got an eight for you, or I got seven for you. Or, not first round, do what the Jets did. Draft a running back after round number one. Yeah, I mean, prime prime real estate. Right? I mean, that's where these guys are going anyway. Let's say hi to uh, Bob and Wayne, who's up next here on 98.7. Bobby, good afternoon. How are you? How you doing, guys? What's up, Bob? Listen, I got, uh, I want to flip back to Derek Carr. Um you know, Carr's only twelve and forty-four against playoff teams, and he's only two and ten in games that start below forty degrees. And I'm going to approach mm-hmm. it from both sides. 
I think the Jets are always reaching on a quarterback front like forever for the last couple decades. But I don't think he's necessarily a good fit for them. And I do think, we were talking about it the other night, Dan, about dead money space, mm. a dead cap space. I think he's going to want a contract for at least three to five years. And even if at the end you have a bailout on the team end, it's still going to be a cap space hit and you're going to be hamstringing your team. You either got to do what Kansas City did, which is get a great young quarterback with an established quality team. The Jets have the defense, have the skill players, just need some line work. You got to go out and get a guy that can win now. But, Bob, they tried that twice already in the last five years with a top three pick, and they swung and missed on both of them. Yeah, I don't trust them there, and that's why I said to you before, um, I think Carr's best bet, and if, and if Carr ends up with the Jets, they both made a mistake because Carr's best, best bet is to go down south, get with New Orleans in a division that he could actually win that division. Or, to, or Tampa. Comes, or Tampa. Or, right, or, right, or Tampa. He comes to the AFC East. He may be the third team in that division because the Patriots, the Dolphins, and, I mean, forget, you know, catching up with the Bills right now because they have an established quarterback and they're solid up and down the line. you got to get somebody like, and everybody goes, no, 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 because he's injury prone. I like Garoppolo. He's not a long-term investment. He doesn't cost you much. Granted, Carr costs you nothing in in uh, in picks, but he's going to cost you so much in time and money. You got to get somebody that can win now. Carr has he has good numbers in some ways, bad in others. Man, I saw him play against I think it was Pittsburgh last year. He looked horrific. Well, that was on Christmas I mean, Eve, and it was you know that. He, here's the thing: the, though, weather, Bob, the weather thing is a is a legitimate thought though as well. But. Let me let, let me throw you a counter to that. And, and thanks for the call. And I know that the look the weather thing keeps coming up. And everybody that's anti Derek Carr and doesn't want him here, they're going to throw the weather thing out there. And the stat goes: if you want to even narrow it down even more than what Bob said, he's zero and seven in his career in games started below thirty seven degrees. You know how many games the Jets played last year, Bart, where the kickoff temperature was below thirty seven degrees? Yeah, it'd be El Nino this year, though. It'd be like zero. But, but like realistically, like the, this, him go, but him going to New England, him going to Buffalo. But what if you go to thing. what if you go to what if the schedule makers make you go to Buffalo in like September or October? Yeah, I'm just I you just, know same thing with New England. But the fact that he he doesn't play well in those games, I have to. But that's consider that I that's consider, one or two where you may have to play a cold game. Two out of seventeen, you know. But then like you can't. And guess what. It's going to be the playoffs, too. Well, I was just going to yeah, say. When like, you need them the most. Well, you know what? Like Jet that. fans will take that. If you're a Jet fan and you're worrying about like having a playoff nah, game, let's say no, in Buffalo no. or Foxborough, you're like, hey, just get me to the playoffs first. And then he just ch- get me there. Then he choke on a wild card. He'd be ready to punch him in the face. But the other thing, too, that, that, that Bob brought up about his record against you know teams with whatever. Re- but, but that's a reflection of the Raiders more than anything else. Like we talked about, he had horrible defenses all those years out there. But right? you're not paying him $40 million to be a, just a dude. No. But you're paying him $40 million to be a guy who's going to have a better team around him, and then you would hope those other guys, by comparison, are going to be able to elevate his game as well. It's like one hand washing the other. Look, he's not Aaron Rodgers, but some people are throwing cold water on him as if he's some scrub, like he's Andy Dalton or whatever. This guy went to three Pro Bowls, a guy who was you know in the conversation once upon a time for an MVP award. And you're talking about a Jets team that in the last 20 years, I mean, it's not like they were trotting out future Hall of Famers at quarterback. I get that. It's all like the bad meal, you know, or you haven't eaten in forever, and then, you know, whatever meal that they've thrown in front of me, it's going to be the greatest feast if you I, ever had I, in your life. If I can't get Aaron Rodgers, I, I just want a little bit more flexibility. And if you break, if you get um, if you get Derek Carr, then you're saying goodbye to, to, to Zach Wilson. And some people might say that's great. How did Andy Dalton make three Pro Bowls, by the way? No, Ray he, just likes to throw that in my face. No, he was all right, man. Like for I know, with the years. Cincinnati years, right. Yeah, the early the early years, he was all right. But like, nobody ever efficient. thought Andy Dalton was Yeah, that's what, that, that's what they never gave him that crazy contract. They gave him a contract. Well, he kept they losing playoff games, too, remember? Yeah, y'all lost TG, TG, uh, TJ Yates. Houston, That's the backup right. to the backup, like nah, man, we can't do that. He was. They were always playing those games. The uh, the first game the wild of wild card. card weekend, lost to the Jets. That was Carson. Was it Carson? Mm. We sent Carson home. You sent Car. You sent Carson home two straight weeks. Mm. Well, because they didn't try that last game, and then they, they 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 asked for it and they got it. Remember, they mailed it in, allowed you all to get in, and then you went up there and smacked them around the next week. They tried. 
It was cold that night. Remember Bro, how that, cold that, it was that, that might night? Been, that might have been the coldest game I've ever played in. The last game and in Giants Stadium. That was, yeah, and that was the, Sunday night football. And that was the worst stadium, man. That, that turf was like sandpaper. That night, I was still I, I was in the stands that night. That thing was cold. Dude, I, I, I brought a camera because it was, you know, last game at the stadium, whatever. I took my gloves off to take a picture. So I had my gloves off for maybe like 10 seconds. I couldn't even feel my finger to even press the damn button on the camera. That's how cold it was that night. So but it was worth it. So soft. But it was worth it. It was a party. Remember Brad Smith broke off that big run yeah. like on the first drive and was like, game over. You think I don't? Game over. Wild card. He was an underrated Jet. Where did he go after? Buffalo for the That's money. Right. That's and right. And Rex... He's the reason why we end up with Tim Tebow because we trying to replace <laughs> we're trying to replace his productivity from the Wildcats. Like, man, come how'd on. that work out? Yeah, not so good. You close with him, T- Timmy? Yeah, we 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 cool. We went to the Met together. We used to talk. You know what I mean? I can I can I can respect somebody as a person and think they suck as a as a football player. It's good to draw that line. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm that friend that's gonna keep it real with you. Right. Like, if you're wrong, I'm gonna say you're wrong. I know. If it's trust dumb, me. I'm gonna say you like no, that's dumb. Yeah. But I still can love you. You're honest about it, though. Yeah, somebody got to keep it real. If, of course. You, if your friends can't keep it 100 with you, then they lying to you. I'm, I'm hurting you in the long run. I, 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 I can't believe the Tebow thing. Like you, you, That's one of those that you think back to. It's like, wait a sec, that happened. That was a thing. That's simply because he beat us on Thursday night when Eric Smith lost contain, and oh, he threw man. for like two yards the whole game. We were beating the brakes out. He, they punted the ball like 10 straight times. Yep. I can he didn't do anything until the fourth quarter, until like the very end of the game. I can only imagine what it was like being a fan watching that. Like, man, this is a punt at the punt. At, like, yo, Thursday night football. Like, I can't believe. That was bad. It was and bad. Then to, then to lose that way. It was bad. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's say hi to Jose. He's in Brooklyn. He's up next here on 98.7. Jose, what's going on today? Uh, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, long time listener. Maybe my second time ever on. Um, I just wanted to say I think you guys aren't giving Daniel Jones enough credit. Um, you know, he didn't have as many touchdowns as you would like, and he you know, had less than Mills, the same as Mariota. But he did something that they didn't do, and that's protect the football. They, you know, he... Or what Daniel Jones used to do in his earlier in his career, too. Yeah, no, that's that's reasonable, but... Well, not Mills, because, you know, he's still a young player. No, 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 Jose, I agree with you. And I mean, Daniel Jones was a turnover machine for his first, I don't know how many years in the league, and so he protected the ball this year, which is good. And he played every game. Well, the fumbling problem is part of, 
um, he didn't have protection, right? And now you think about Andrew Thomas. He's come of age. Let's see if Evan Neal can live up to what we expect him to be because if he does that, yeah, Evan, Evan Neal gives you the opportunity to negotiate hard with Andrews in case he says, I want to be paid, reset the market. Like, ah, we, it be, might be better for us just to slide him over to his natural position and draft somebody else. But the thing is, you can't give Daniel Jones uh, – what Dak Prescott got, you see they're struggling, right? They're trying to figure out you, – you see already uh, – what's his name? Justin Bing – Bing? Uh, Bing is the uh, general manager for um, the, the Buffalo Bills. And he's saying – Brandon we, Bean. We, yeah, Brandon Bean. We can't do certain things because we paid our quarterback, right? <laughs> and I, this is a hey. team that has Super Bowl expe- expectations. The problem is Gettleman spent so much money so reckless that we keep talking about, okay, we got to sign – uh, Saquon Barkley, and we got to sign Daniel Jones. What about Dexter Lawrence? You got to sign him too. Oh, yep. Yeah, no, I agree. So, so what I'm saying Dexter is, so, so if Dan- right, so if Daniel Jones is saying like, hey, I think I deserve Dak Prescott money, and we know that Dak Prescott contract is kind of crippled them, where they had to get, they got rid of Amari Cooper when they need a guy opposite of Ceedee Lamb, then we can't let Daniel Jones come do the same thing because we got bad contracts. We, you can't get rid of. Uh, Kenny Galladay, because his money, his dead cap money, is on the books for next to next year. You can't cut him to next year. Well, and that's the other thing too. And Ho- Jose, thanks for the phone call. And, and say this to both of you guys: Look, fifteen touchdown passes. It is what it is. But you know how you go about changing that part? You go out there and you get him more weapons. You go out there and get him some playmakers. So I give him credit for what he was able to do this year, given the limited resources he had at his disposal. But that's right. also the reason why you can't give him the earth, the moon, and the stars, because then you're not going to have enough room to go out there and improve the roster. It needs to be a dummy deal. It needs to be a seven-year deal, which Dak Prescott, remember, wanted the shorter deal because he wanted to be able to tear it up in two years. He's talking about 128 guaranteed, and he's already come to the second year, and the pressure just continues to mount for him. So when you think about it, now you ask yourself, you know, how do we, you know, be able to have flexibility and be able to push the can down, kick the can down the road, yeah. much like – remember, Patrick Mahomes took a 10-year deal so that they can re-sign Chris Jones, right? So if you want to re-sign Saquon and Dexter Lawrence, you need to have a long deal and say, hey, we can tear it up after a certain time. Uh, I don't know if you put that in the contract. You know, I, I'm telling you, football contract is about to become like basketball and baseball where you have built-in opt-outs for both guys. Okay, we got it. Your guaranteed money's here. We got a team option, and then here you got a player option because you they have to are. be able they to have just flexibility. Don't spell it out. Yeah, That's you got why. you got to yeah. be able to have that type of flexibility where they where it allow a player like Daniel Jones to say, okay, I'll give you the ten year deal, knowing I want the shorter deal because I want to try and prove myself so I can prove that I'm an elite quarterback, not just a good quarterback. But I need to opt out so I can opt out and force you to give me a new contract, not just take your word for it. And the reason, you know, like Bart brought up the Buffalo situation with Josh, it's true. And and again, once you have that quarterback who was making a gazillions of dollars, it's going to hamstring you a little bit for what you could do with the rest of your roster. And I got news for you. You just witnessed the Cincinnati Bengals last season of Joe Burrow playing on a rookie contract. Because yep. they are going to take care of him before opening day next year, and he's going to get paid, you know, $50 million a year 55. or maybe whatever. Because if Aaron Rodgers is getting 50 the new basement, we already see Boom. Justin Herbert is getting 46.6, reportedly six years, two, 296. So Joe Burrow's going to say, I'm better than him. Right. He went to a Super Bowl. So think about that. So Cincinnati – you got two top-flight wide receivers. One of them is going to be a free agent after next year in T. Higgins. We were talking about it before the show. Would it shock you if T. Higgins potentially is even traded? Yeah. Before next think of they, Cincinnati, they, you can't let him walk for nothing. You want to get something back. And they're going to say Tyler Borey is going to have to step up because we know that we got to pay Jamar Chase. Amen. Because even though T. Higgins may be better or just as good, he's not Joe Burrow's boy. And plus he's up next. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's up it, first. That's it, what I mean. It's, it's the same argument that the, the Eagles are going to have because Devonta Smith is going to be up or eligible in But look two, at what the Chiefs years. did with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Think about it. They didn't want to pay him, or they, they didn't want to pay him what he was going to want to get paid. You trade him, you get something in return. I think it worked out okay. But teams like Cincinnati, when you have those big-time playmakers and you got a quarterback who's going to make $55 million a year, you got to make those tough choices. Yep. That's the way the NFL money works. All right. Um, what time is it? You know what time it is. What time is it? It's time for us to listen to all the newsmakers. All the newsmakers, not take, us. And take a step back. What do they call that? The segment that we like to call here around on Barton Hunt, we like to call it Audio.
The audio. Hit the file. damn gun! God. Wrote this in five part harmony. This dude, come on, man. Do you not tell me you don't listen to our show without telling me you don't listen to our show? Way to go, Dan. Way to self report. <laughs> Start turning your ass off at seven o'clock, too. That's messed up. I'm taking the gong. I'm taking it in here for no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, taking can... it, I'm taking it out of that studio. I'm bringing it in Ray, here. Ray, listen to me. You want to get on me for maybe the timing of the gong? But right. that was a flawlessly executed gong. Doesn't as matter. far as the execution, what are you doing? It might not have been played. What are you doing? Right Hitting spot. a home run in batting practice? Who cares? It's still a home it's run. It's all about performance. You just make sure you don't break it again when we had a I power That's hour. I said it was a great. Yesterday was the sour hour. I got. Two, we got twenty minutes. Okay, we got twenty minutes. By the way, Audio Files is brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. You know those guys, right? They're good people. They're good folks over there. Um, all right, let's get into some other things here. First off, we mentioned his name a little bit earlier. Remember uh, Shady McCoy? Yeah. Shady McCoy had some um, n- not-so-kind things to say about one Eric Bieniemy. He hates him. He don't like him, right? Eric Bieniemy, longtime offensive coordinator there with Kansas City. Now he's the offensive coordinator slash assistant head coach of the Washington Commanders. Trying to move east to try to maybe see if he can... Better his chances of getting a head coaching job. He didn't get the credit for actually the offensive performance. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, you know, he's going to wake up soon once I get to OTAs and minicamp and realize, you know what, we're not in Kansas anymore when he sees Sam Howell and not Patrick Mahomes under center. Because he better position players. That's true. But you know what? The quarterback makes the world go right. So anyway, he, Shady McCoy, talking about Eric Bieniemy as an offensive coordinator and really not too many flattering things. He hates him. What's his value? What makes him a good offensive coordinator? See, the problem is a lot of these people that go on social media, oh, he should be the guy for the job. They haven't played there. They're not in the locker room. I've been in the rooms where he's coaching, and he has nothing to do with the pass game at all, right? When the plays are, are designed, that's Andy Reid. When you talk about officer coordinators, I can tell you what makes Brian Dayball with the Giants a very, very good coordinator. I can tell you with Andy Reid or Doug Peterson. But when I ask about um, Eric Bieniemy, what makes him good? Well, listen, just understand Understand that uh, he was disgruntled uh, back in the day. And he, this isn't his first interview where he's talked that way about Eric the Enemy. He said he doesn't treat people well a couple of years ago, saying he's not a good guy. And maybe that is the sentiment and why he can't you know, do that. But you can't tell me that you know Matt Nagy deserves the opportunity and Eric the Enemy doesn't if he's been around for two Super Bowls. So he'll get his opportunity. That's the beauty of sports. You get an opportunity to prove that you are who you say you are, a superstar. Matt so Nagy can't be a coach again. Right, but he he's going to be, be. I told you when he went back, he was sitting there plotting on reclaiming this territory. That's why t- all the guys go back to New England to be under Belichick again. It's the same thing. That's where Josh McDaniels is going to be in three years when he yeah. crashes and burns with the Raiders. It's very few new blood. It's just recycling to the same dudes. Anthony Lynn goes from head coach to back to running back coordinator because of the relationships with the Shanahan's. Because, but it's a, it's because, a good because, position in because, San Francisco. Yeah, because he was a fullback. He was a fullback. When, under his dad. Under his in dad. In Denver. In Denver. So, you know, like, that's why like, I hate it because, like, the good old boys club. It is to a certain degree. 100%. Um, so that's Shady McCoy. And remember, Shady also he, keeping he, it real. No, that I, don't was know, the, I don't know how real it is because he, he was bitter. He, he went well, and I mean. he, he he got a Super Bowl that he didn't earn. That, and he was at the end of the line. Of his career. And they didn't even play him. Is he, I, who, who did more work, Shady McCoy or Melvin who, Gordon? Who did more work, Shady McCoy or Le'Veon Bell with Kansas City? No, when he no, was no, there? no. Melvin Gordon. Inactive. Melvin Gordon just won a Super Bowl. He's like, yo, I'm loving this. He's like, yeah, I ain't do nothing. That's what we should do. Like, we should do this one. Like, go back and see guys who got Super Bowl rings for doing absolutely nothing. Exactly. Right? Like, guys and, on and, that type and, of And list. they get lost in the sauce because they were good players. Like, oh, they got a Super Bowl ring? It's like Gary Payton winning a Super Bowl, I mean, uh, a championship in Miami. I didn't even know he was on the team. No. Where's that newspaper you had there? This one. Right there. Yep. Are you looking for, for Booney? Right. With, Donaldson, with Donaldson. Yeah, let me see that. Better up. But Declares bounce back toys for bounce back season. Oh, it's got hot sauce all over it, too. That's pretty good. Um, hey, man. So Bart, Bart comes in. With with the hot sauce, the I always food. got hot. The hot sauce never leaves the That's studio. That's true. The hot sauce But he used the paper here as a napkin or my a, a pito place beans. setting. I had to soak up my pistol beans. So he was all fired up. Bart comes in. I mean, like he couldn't wait to get it off his chest. Talking about the back page of the Post today, that better up. Aaron Boone says that Josh Donaldson is going to have himself 
a bounce back season in 2023. Like Bart could not wait to talk about this. So you know what? Let's hear from the manager and why he's so confident. First of all, we're talking about a great player. Like this has been a star player and consistently for a long time. He's not far removed from 2021 where, you know, he was still a wrecking ball. You know, I think last year with the lockout, probably came in a little behind the eight ball. I think he had an amazing winner. He's physically, he's he looks great. His assessments, everything, he's moving really well. But the things he did this winter to get himself ready to go, you know, I think you're crazy to think that a bounce back is not in there offensively. This guy still has bat speed and, again, is super talented and I think physically at this point in a much better place than he was a year ago right now. I like Aaron a lot, but somebody's got to explain to me what games he was watching of Josh Donaldson in 2021. He wasn't that good with the Minnesota Twins. Josh Donaldson hasn't had a good year since 2019 when he was with the Braves. So, I mean, we could talk about bouncing back, and he might just do that, but it's been a few years between drinks, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, is it likely... Is it possible? Who the heck knows? But it's hard for me to believe that Josh Donaldson's going to be worse than he was last year. But I guess they're saying maybe he's a little bit more comfortable under the lights of Broadway. Here's the problem. Is Josh Donaldson going to be able to... Because remember, they had that episode early in the season. Remember when he made those comments to Tim Anderson? And that set off a firestorm. And I'll tell you right there, that showed you right there one of the examples that Judge being a leader of this team. Because they went to Judge with all that stuff. And if Judge said the wrong thing, that would have been, and he knew this, 20 times bigger a story than it even was. And Judge did the best he could to put the flames out and kind of just minimize it. Hey, we handle this internally. Josh, no, he said something stupid, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Josh is going to do something this year, which is probably going to be a point of talking for us here sitting doing a show, which is going to have nothing to do with baseball. He's one of those guys. one of those guys. I mean, before he came last year, he was on four teams – Excuse me. One, two, three, four, five teams in five years. Why do you think that happens? You think it's just money? You think it's just his swing? You think it's just his defense? No. If you're in five places in five years, you know what? You're a ruffle the feathers kind of guy. And I don't know if the Yankees necessarily want all that. So we'll see. Uh, We we all more. Let's give you one more. Want to hear a little Mets? How about some rule changes? What's, what's my choices? Mets or what? You got Buck with the rule changes. That's one choice. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get Anthony Volpe, the Yankee shortstop prospect. You 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 had me at Buck. Okay. Then we're going to do Buck. So, you know, there's rule changes this year. There's going to be a pitch clock, among other things. Oh, trying to speed the game are, are up. Are they practicing the pitch clock? They're doing spring training. They're doing it. Absolutely. Um, so, here's Buck talking about the pitch clock, speeding up the game, and maybe... Another byproduct of that, and something else we could see in baseball here. Yeah, we were talking. We we're gonna we're gonna practice. You know, there's another part of this of coming out of the bullpen, knowing how much time and how quick you have to get to the to the mound. You know, I think you may see some of the golf cart stuff come back. You know, it's important that you get from the warning track to the mound quickly. I miss the bullpen cars. They should bring those back to baseball because there's gonna be less time changing pitchers. When they go to the bullpen, because that clock is going to be starting. They want these guys on the mound. They want the ball in their hands, and they want it thrown towards home plate. I think that's a plus. I think that's what the fans want. I think it improves the quality of the game. It speeds up the game where guys, you know, you you want. They have to. You want appointment programming. Like, the great thing about soccer, you know when it's going to be over, for the most part. Football, running clock, you know when it's going to be over. The problem was, you know, you can watch a baseball game on Tuesday and don't finish to, to Wednesday. Like, man, I got stuff to do. I did, like we, we're in a different society where we don't plan time to be sitting around the house. We're going around and we're making transactions. We're leaving. This is great for baseball to modernize the game. Now all we need now is the automated pitch zone. I'm all about the nuances of the game and stuff with baseball. You know, old school, all that stuff. But I'm all for the pitch clock. I'm all for speeding the game up. You know, they've been doing this in the minor leagues for the last few years with the pitch clock. It's worked. It's shaved time off of the game. Now, I'm not going to sit here and and and, and go all in that baseball games are now going to be played in like two hours and 45 minutes like they were once upon a time. Maybe we'll get to that point years down the road, but I don't think it's going to be like, you know, wave a magic wand and that's what we're going to see in 2023. But it's a step in the right direction. You've got to do something. you got to do something because it's also going to cut down a lot of other things too. The batters aren't going to take a step out of the batter's box in between each pitch and adjust their batting gloves and adjust their helmet and do all these other things which are ridiculous. Oh, that drives me crazy. Like You don't even take a swing. It's a ball. And you've got to restrap both damn gloves. 
Like, come on, man. Bat doesn't even come off your shoulders, and you got to do all these other things. Pitch clock, I'm all for. The basis thing, I don't know. You seen these new bases, by the way? The ones that are going to be, they're going to be they're four like inches box. bigger. They're like pizza boxes, Pizza right? boxes. Which means it shortens the base paths, which they think is going to increase the running game. Maybe you see some more yeah. stolen base opportunities. Yeah, bring, which, back, bring back to the, the small ball era, man. Love it. The nuance. Love it. Maybe but, maybe Dom Smith will know how to bunt now. Well, that's nobody knows how to bunt anymore. You talk about you know mechanics and fundamentals in baseball. And I guys fact, don't know how to bunt. I, I love the fact that you can't automatically shift anymore. Crazy. Because then that, that promotes more often. Love it. And that's what they want. It's go, It goes back to the same thing we were talking about with all these other sports. And, you know, I, I, just the hypocrisy is kind of funny, though, because baseball is going to tailor all these things and say it's because of safety and player safety, like with the bases. Like, that's going to promote player safety. No, it's going to increase offense. That's all it is more than anything else. It's going to create a little bit more excitement on the field. People don't want to watch a baseball game, whether they're at home or whether they're in the ballpark, and see, like, one of two true outcomes, either like a strikeout, a walk, or like a home run. That's all we're seeing. Like, balls are not put in play anymore. And then when the shift was in play, everyone that comes off the bat that looks like it's going to be a base hit and it's going to find the hole, no, you got fielders in the perfect position to be able to gobble it up, and so you're not going to have guys on the base paths. Gots to create traffic. I, I like the way that, you know, maybe that changes, like, because it's wider, you know, people can run wider, right? You know what I mean? Opportunity, you hit them with the R2, L2, fake left juke, go around and try and touch the base a different way. Get the codes out there, get the cheat codes. Eat, eat. Love oh, that he hit stuff. him with a spin move, like running back, like you about to run him over, hit him with a juke, a spin move. He didn't touch me. He didn't touch me. Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball, Super <laughs> Nintendo. Awesome. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. We got Islanders hockey on our air tonight, right, Ray? If I'm not mistaken. We doing that hockey? We're doing that hockey. First Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets. Not the New York Jets, but the Winnipeg Jets. They have a quarterback, Winnipeg. So, why you you ain't asked Jake? Why? Because he black? <laughs> now, if you say Jake, hey Jake. Jake, hey, Jake, when the Nets play? Jake, are the Islanders on our air tonight? No, because Ray's an Islander oh, fan. Oh, yeah. Jake, Jake, what, what, what did Nets play? It's the All Star break. No you know what I'm saying? Probably yeah, Thursday, yeah. Friday. So you can't, can't always. No, but did you know that? Cover. Did you know that Ray's a huge Islanders fan? I did. Huge. I did. I do my research. He's my producer, huge. man. Of course, I'm gonna be right there to see what his interest is. We have a little chart. We have to say things that you love. You know what I'm saying? Right like when, when you start right place, your, your interests. Yeah, yeah. Tell me your tell me your interests. Yeah. What do you like? It's like, it's like the sales department here. <laughs> yeah, right, right, man. I listen, man. I filled out one of these. I filled out one of these things <laughs> and, and five do, years ago, man. I'm not filling out another. What did you write Ain't on there? Ain't nothing changed. You, so you when I you, put same. No, you put you you put Samwell management on there. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't put Samwell. I brought Samwell. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, man. Like, oh my gosh. I'm still waiting for something. Listen, maybe we can get Frank's Red Hot. I put that on everything since I'm sitting no, here. That's true. It doesn't Frank's leave, Red Hot studio sounds good. Doesn't leave the studio. You know what else is? You know what is leaving though? By the way, what's that? And we kind of not that, not that you want this to happen, but we kind of spoke it into existence yesterday. Yeah, that's you. I'm taking the bullet for this. How you gonna fire? First of all, wasn't Martin Luther King from Atlanta? Well, he no, he lived in Atlanta, right? Lived, I don't know where he was so born. So he lived lived in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Black History Month, and you fire a black coach. That's, you think, you that's think, hard to take, man. They could they couldn't wait to March to fire him. Could have fired to do March first. Wednesday next Wednesday is March. Yeah, 1st. they could have fired him March first. No, they wanted to do they wanted to do it during the All Star break. To give him more but, time but, but remember the po- for the transition. More time for what? Remember what the points were, right? 
Like they were saying, oh, he's not going to quit. The reports was out there, and they was like, oh, everybody was denying him. No, he's not going anywhere. I hate when people try and um, mess with people's credibility during a during a during a story, and then it turns out that they were right. But because you felt you you and Alec, they didn't know what they were talking about because it happened a month later. Because you probably delayed it once you figured out that you know he was reporting. But think about this. So, I think Nate McMillan's reputation is going to be fine. So, how do you go from a guy? Help me figure this out. Two years ago, just two years ago, you took over during the season, and you took the team to the conference finals. Yeah, overachieved conference finals. And now, two not even a full two years later, you're a buffoon. You're not good enough to coach the team, even after we gave you a contract extension, by the way. And now you're out of here. Yeah, one player. That's why that's 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 the NBA we live in. The, the players run along, the he show. Can't, he can't get along with Trigger. They stuck with Trigger. How many coaches? How many? How much? uh, How many coaches? uh, Blood does he have on his hands? He's he's on two. Lloyd Pierce, Nate McMillan, Nate'll get another job. Nate'll get another job. Yeah. No, because people know what the deal is. What did you call him? uh, L. DeBarge or whatever. (laughs) Which one? Chico L. You know me. He one of them. Sometimes you can't trust light toast, man. But think about it. This has been how many years, and now you're already on multiple victims. Yeah, but listen. You're a coach killer. Listen, like, if listen. you have multiple, you are a coach killer. Listen, and, and, and always, listen, Trey Young is a good player, but why would you trade Luka Doncic for him? Oh, my god. Just gosh. imagine, like, bro, they got to live with that forever. Trey Young going to get heavy? No, nah, he looked like, he he like he smoked Newports. Maybe, maybe that's why yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta he, looked at those yeah. jeans, and yeah. they saw Luka, and they said, you know, he's going to get heavy. But he's still better than Trey oh, Young. Of course he is. He he vaping, you know, Trigger out there vaping um, Newports or, or nicotine. He good. A couple of years ago, though, when they went to the conference finals, remember that was a legit big, yeah. that was like a big sports radio topic. I mean, I was doing it. You know, it's like, hey, but Luka Doncic, Trey Young, boy, you talk about a win-win trade there. Did, did, did the Hawks get this one wrong or the, you know, now. Then Trigger went, went and destroyed the Phoenix Suns. Luka went and destroyed the Phoenix Suns in their house, game seven. Wasn't even a contest. You know, watch what's going to happen here again because it goes back to the Knicks and how it just seems like, you know, they can't catch a break. And even though it seems like they're ahead of the game here and we talk about how they're in a good position and, you know, they have a legit shot to maybe even get that five spot. Atlanta right now is three back of the Knicks in the loss column. Watch them make this coaching change and watch it spur them on and they maybe leapfrog the Knicks in the second half of the season. Atlanta again and Trey Young again going to get the better of the Knicks. They're talking about bringing in Quinn Snyder. Nah, you want to know why? Because I think Jalen Brunson is a different, a different dog. He'll take that challenge per- personally, and he'll put pressure on Trey Young to have to play defense. Well, they put also that, put that body on him. Remember when they played earlier this year? His buddy Dejounte Murray went off on the Knicks. Didn't the Hawks have that one game where they almost put up like a buck fifty on the Knicks? Like not this past one, but the one before that. Like it was crazy, right, Jake? Like they had the one game where it was insane, and then it was back. Hold on, hold on. Why you say Jake? Because he and I work a lot of Nick games. We probably did that game together. Don't, right, Jake? Don't rate like the Knicks. I got to go back, but I'm a big Knicks fan, so. No, 140. It. It, was one, it was 140. But he came to you because, okay, all right. It was on, and it. it was on January 20th. Right. It was like a month ago. Okay, ask, ask a baseball question. If you go to, to Ray, then we know that. No, I'm going to ask. It's, I'm gonna it's, ask, it's, it's unknown bias. I'm going to ask Jacob it's a baseball bias. question. Then you go ask Jacob, hey, man, but the, the, the Jets. Like, hold up, man. Hey man, you know Parker Brown the third man. You know he he, he killing on them lanes, man. Who <laughs> Pete Weber? You going bowling? <laughs> I can't believe you named like two bowlers. Like the the conversation would have ended after just one. I don't know if I could go two when naming bowlers. No, 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 no. They're legacy bowlers. Like I love ball. Johnny I Petraglia. If, if, if I if I didn't have um um arthritis in my wrist, I would probably be a professional bowler right now. Why can't you bowl with your other hand? Some right hand dominant, bro. I never so, bowled my left hand. Dude, you're an athlete. Come who am on. I? Who am I? The dude from Brazil that's gonna throw with two hands and spin it? That's cheating. And you don't have control. I, I, listen, I'm a purist. You're not ambidextrous. I'm have not. there been any great ambidextrous bowlers that we know of in history? Nah, no. You know who's a great bowler? Who's that? Uh, oh, I know. Jerome uh, Bennis. Yes, he got his own ball and everything. I was anybody who's got their own ball, they're a good bowler because they take it seriously. No, I got. I, come on, it's not that he's bowled two perfect games in his life. What's your high in bowling? Two sixty six. Mine was like a buck seventy five. 
you're you're probably a straight bowler, balling with a house ball. Yeah, it's like it's like going to do some high quality stuff with children's. No, equipment. you know what I used to do. You know what I did there for a while. <laughs> children's say, equipment. No, just to say that I had my well, my father had a ball, right? This from years ago, mm-hmm. and I started bowling or whatever. I was like, gee, this it just doesn't feel right. So your dad has a uniball. Lefty. Uh lefty. Lefty ball. Hmm. Well, you know, that means you throw like a back. It, it has the same spin as a backup ball Yeah. that the women throw. Not good. Not good. And maybe that's why I haven't bowled in at least over 10 years. Yeah. But we used to, you know what we used to do when we were like in high school and stuff? You go to like, they had quarter bowling night. You pay like the, the $5 cover. You know, you got no money at the time. You pay like a $5 cover. I mean. And then every other game was a quarter. So no, we would I mean, bowl till our arms fell off basically and it would cost us like eight bucks for the I night. Mean, I, I get it now that I know that you're 50. Right. It was a long time so it ago. Cha- it changes. Now I know you're 50. Not like, that old. Because I, di- I didn't remember any of that. That was before my time. You know, they, they, don't still, they have to have that it, stuff no, still. It, it well, was, I don't know. It, the economy no, is hard now. at least now. a dollar. No, no. You go, you go to frames on 42nd Street, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit you a, a yard. What do they, give, what do they charge there? So I've never been to that one. Yeah. yeah well, what, how much is it there? Who are you talking to? The white Jacob. guy or the black guy? Well, because Jacob was the one who said Bullmore. Okay, so he had. You didn't push. hear him. He, he said he, it. He said it to you too, or just I don't know if he says it on the air you, you, or just in my no, ear. No, 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 you know, oh, okay. you know, a lot of times the two black guys on the show have our own inside conversations. Just so you know, <laughs> is that what it is? A lot of times he's talking to me and, and he's not saying anything to you. That's a great point that Ray just said. I mean, I could throw you under the bus right now. Mm-hmm. Was that was that yesterday or Monday? It might have been Monday. Or no, 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 no it was no, in Tuesday. So it was in the studio, yeah. right? So it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. You didn't even know his name. Well, I do know his name, but I have CTE. I freeze all the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think you could use CTE for that. No, I mess up names all the time. But not when the guy's right here. If you're talking about a guy you played with like 10 years no, ago, no, you'd be no, like, oh, no, that's no, CTE. No, 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 no. I, listen, see, you don't listen to the show again, obviously, right? Because how how many times do I call some Alan and be like, hey, the guy? He'd be like, what, what the hell are you talking about? I'd be like, you know, uh, 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 and I say the name all wrong. He'd be like, you mean so-and-so? Yeah, but not a guy who's sitting right there and you see every day. Yeah, but sometimes I, my brain freezes because I'll be having so many names on my mind. You understand? Yeah, I, but I, 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 I got, forget I got names, like, and I, got, I don't have CTE. I got like ADHD. Like, like so why? do I. So you've been here with me three days, right? Yeah. Half Two the, in the flesh. Half, half the time you're talking to me, mm-hmm. I'm ordering stuff on Amazon. I'm doing uh, production calls and setting up meetings for afterward. I can't do one thing at, at the same time. Yeah, because, I mean, but delegation should also I'm come reading the newspaper. It. I'm like, I can't. So sometimes when I'm doing that, I be having other stuff stuck in my head as I'm talking. But is that really ADHD or something else? Well, I used to have to go in the corner all the time because, like, I would finish my work and start bothering people because I can't sit still. I can't do that, though, what you're doing right now. Like, if I get started on something else, then there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. Like, I have to, like, lock in just on this because if, yeah. if I'm even the slightest bit distracted, yeah. forget it. I'm gone. Yeah. I See, I, I, drive the, I drive the show off the road all the time. Part of the time, part of the job working for me is just to make sure that I don't drive us off a cliff. Basically, so you're in the passenger seat. We need you in the passenger seat. Yeah, I'm in the passenger seat. Turn on the lights. I'm messing with the radios. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm drinking. I'm singing. You're putting something in front of my face. Like, hey, look at this while I'm while I'm driving. Yeah, I'm like, hey man, look at this Instagram thing. Like, yo, I'm driving. You know what we got next, right? Hmm? You know what we got next, right? You know what time it is. You know what time it is. The fight the power hour. (sighs) That's right. It's called redemption. It's a big moment for me. I got to knock it out of the park here. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.